T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Clemens has set a major league record for strikeouts in a game. Derek Jeter with one of the most unbelievable plays you will ever see by a shortstop. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Welcome back to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. This is episode 11, and we're actually doing it watching a game, Brian Shackman, John Senecal, and we are in my house, kind of semi-under construction painting um, with my family and Brian. We're watching the Yankees Red Sox. The Yankees going for a sweep. They took the first three games. Yeah, as we predicted and expected. And they're up 3 nothing right now. 3-0, why are they bringing out the tarp? They're out the tarp. You've got to be kidding me. We just started. It's so funny because I came over here with 0-0. And then as we were setting up, it went to 3-0 Yankees. Yep. Then the Red Sox get one back, and they had two on with two outs. And then we did the stupid Facebook Live stuff. We saw our time on that <laughs> to get two measly viewers. Know. And but then, you know what? Wait, what are we up to? No, we're up to five. We're up to five. Well, then maybe I'll do a stand-up no, routine or something. No, it's a rain delay, <laughs> and this works well with what I wanted to talk about because I want to talk about the broadcasting because uh, you never watch Nesson, obviously, because no. why would you? And Every I once in a while, I do. I don't watch Yes really at all. But we both watch ESPN. Yeah. And I was curious, because, you know, we've talked about A-Rod in the past. We, I talked about A-Rod in the past on the podcast, and my feelings about him as a player and also about him as his post-career. Uh, but that's one broadcast we both watch. And as a broadcaster, I kind of want to break it down. Like, what do, you, what do you think of that whole crew? I mean, Vasquez is not that bad. He's a little kind of, like, slow. Like, it's like... But I think a lot of it is just because Not as much personality as you'd think. Right, right. But then you got to look. Like, A-Rod, I just can't. I, I can't. I can't do it. I don't understand how he sits up there and he gets the free pass. And he just, like, talks about, like, all this stuff. I mean, he was on there last night with talking to uh, the guy, um, uh, Kendrick, about the uh, Negro League anniversary. Right. And they're just like, you know, you remember me? You remember we saw you and we gave you the Buck O'Neill Award and this award and all that? And I'm just like... Yeah, but the guy was, like, cheating at the time you were giving him these right, awards. Right, You know, and then he sits up there, and he's like, oh, the next guy that's going to buy the Mets. Like, and then Pete Rose is over there dwindling, like, hanging and clinging to life, hoping to go to the Hall of Fame. I said it before. If anyone can pull off a Hall of Fame vote, it's him. You think if it, anyone right. can pull it off, it's him. Because he's just reclaimed everything from his career. I don't even know how he did it. Like, it's unbelievable. But, go, I mean, going back to the broadcast, like, I'm just tired of listening to him. 
Like every time I listen to him say something, it's like, yeah, he knows baseball. I get it because he's been around baseball forever. But I'm just tired of him being around. So what's the appeal? Like what, what, what is the appeal to A-Rod? Like why, is it just because he's dating J-Lo? There's something about him that people seem to like. I think a lot of it is too, is just how like ESPN's gotten. I don't know, they kind of slid a little bit, I think. You, you know? think they, they had to go deeper in the, in the bench to find somebody good? Yeah, it so, seemed like they're going deep in the bench in the football. You know, they're going deep in the bench in the baseball. Yeah. I don't know. I just it just seems like they've kind of like shied away from the baseball. Like it, like they did the Wednesday night, they did the Sunday night, but like I don't know. I feel like there was more like emphasis on baseball a little bit a while ago with ESPN. So that's Wayne. Well, I mean, like Joe Morgan and and what's his name? What's the guy? Johnny Miller. Yeah, like they John, were great. I look forward well, to. Well, it's funny you say that because John John Johnny Miller, John Miller he's he's an awesome broadcaster. I mean, he's just great. Like Joe Morgan, it was kind of grumpy, and yeah. I didn't find him that entertaining. And so, like, I just haven't really gravitated to, to much. And at least, I think A Rod is a bridge name that the young people kind of know because of J Lo. And I, so maybe it is a. It's <laughs> a J Lo. I really, I mean, maybe it's a it's a ratings thing. But for me, it's like I couldn't stand him as a player. I respected his ability, right? And yeah. it was the same as Bonds. Like I never liked Bonds, but I I couldn't not respect him as a player. But I just don't understand. The appeal. What are you, what, Jackson, him, what are you doing? I want him to turn the volume of the TV down a little bit, if they could help me out. Well, you know, you're doing hand signals. They, you know, they're, so not, they're not pros. They're good. I've got to give them the, the, the... But, yeah, I mean, it's... Again, like, I just... I've had it with A-Rod. I don't know. He's, he's, he's back. He's not going anywhere. Like, he's going to... He'll marry J-Lo... You know, he doesn't even need to marry. He should just go Kurt Russell, why, Goldie But why wouldn't you get married? Why don't, would you get married? Just do the Kurt and Goldie. That's what they got to do. Just go like that, be like that, buy the Mets. Like, who's more Mets than A-Rod, honestly? He, he, there's no Perfect. Match. It's a perfect match. You go from the Wilpons to the A-Rods. And the thing is that he was a Yankee, so you might as well own the Mets because most Mets fans are sort of Ugh. transient fans, although I have a couple of friends like Brian Gregory was w- w- watching our there's, uh, our... there's our boy we were talking about the other day. Our Teddy, Facebook Teddy, Live before. Teddy Williams. Well, everyone's talking about how... So they're putting on... We're in a rain delay of the Yankee game, and we're, we were hoping to watch the game in real time and talk about baseball. But, of course, the second we started this, it started to rain. But I think maybe they're talking about Ted Williams because there's uh, quite a few people who could hit over 400 in 60 games. Right. And there's no way you're going to give that credibility. He it's wants po- the remote. It's, there you go. It's pouring there. He was great at everything he did. Let's That's too much. He was great at everything he did. Are they talking about you? <laughs> no. Well, no, Just Williams wasn't remote, a very geez. good fielder. Ted Williams wasn't a great outfielder. Ted Williams was just a great, he was a great hitter. He was awesome. And he was SOB. No one liked him. But he didn't care. Didn't he spit on people and everything? I don't know. I read one of his biographies. There was a, David Halberstam wrote a book about uh, him and his, his, his teammates, um, uh, Bobby Doerr and Dom DiMaggio and um, Johnny Pesky. And I read I read the book and it was really interesting because uh, Ted Williams was a really complicated guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I mean, he just was not. Is that why they tried to save his head? I don't know. I think that there was some feeling that his DNA was so great that they're going to make like super, they, super super superhuman yeah, baseball players. I mean, and his son really. What you learned is his son really sort of used him for profit and it was just sad you yeah. know sort of at the Sponge end it and, he, and he and he trusted his son and and all this stuff but i don't know you know i i hate to digress too much but i do believe in the theory of the greatest generation you know i think ted williams was a 
incredible fighter pilot. He uh, did it all. He wrote a book on hitting, and he probably is the greatest hitter to ever live. I mean, maybe we could have a Joe DiMaggio versus yeah. Ted Williams conversation if you want to, but... They're probably the top. They're the two. They're the two that you got to talk about. And they were the same era, and, yeah. and they were pretty big rivals. But only one married Marilyn Monroe, right? Right. Well, let me ask you this, though. What, what record do you think is more impressive? And you know why that happened, because he's only going to be... Because he's a Yankee. New yeah, that's York. true. Yeah, that's Whatever. it. What did you rather have, 56 in a row or 406? Like, I don't think, I, I mean, someone, that's hard, man. Because, no, no, I mean, you got to take a stand. That's all right, you get I'm the going bus. 56. What? 56 hits in a row is insane. Just because he's a Yankee. Just because he's a Yankee. Well, yeah, doing it as a Yankee, as a Yankee is huge, but doing it anywhere is huge. I think hitting streaks are like, 56 is incredible. Insane. Who was the next closest? It was like Paul Molitor got like in the 40s. We once. had a couple when we were growing up. Yeah, that Paul got... Molitor got in the 40s. I think Todd Helton actually got up there close once, I thought. There were a couple in the 30s. We haven't really talked about the bets, much about Mookie Betts. Because he's just raking, dude. He's just amazing. I texted, I, I, I sent that tweet to you there. Tonight. Yeah, that was brutal. And then he hit three home runs. That was, that was his first one. That was hateful. He's unbelievable. And you got, wait, who'd you get? You got, you got Jeta Downs. A Yankee that's going to be a Red Sox, right? Who? Wasn't it Jeter Downs you got? Yeah. And then you got Verdugo. Yep, who and, I like. And a bunch of 19-year-old pitchers that will never pan out. Yeah, I don't think it was, no one's going to argue that it was a deal that, that, that... It was a money dump. Yeah. But would you dump the, arguably... No, I wouldn't. Do you think he's the best player in baseball? And we, had, we talked about it the other day. Him and Trout are, the, in, my, in my opinion, the two best players in baseball. Because they do it all. Hit, run, throw... What was the other one? What was the fifth one? Well, you guys were talking about it? Hit, hit for average, hit for power. Five tool. Five tool. So run, hit, for hit power, for hit for average, field. And throw. Throwing. I'm That's the five tool? <clears throat> right? Who would you take, Betts or Trout? Trout. Trout. Why? <laughs> He's not talking about that Yankee. He's just talking about in general. Oh, <clears throat> My only concern about Betts is that he's, uh, he's, not, he's not, like, overly big and strong. Like, I worry about, inju no, injury. I worry about injury at it's some point. It's crazy how much bat speed and power he generates, though. It's insane. I talk to my son about it all the time, because I don't know about you guys with your hitting, but my son has really good hand-eye, makes a ton of contact, but he just, all he does is drive the ball into the ground. He just hits he, ground balls. He can't get line drives, can't drive the ball. I can't figure it out how he can't generate more... I don't know if it's a, a, a size thing or whatever, but it's, it's hard. It's plenty, but my point is, there's plenty of little guys. That can, I mean, Altuve or Pedroia can hit it out of the park. Yeah, but they're also older. They're more developed. And Tatuve knew it was coming. Right. Well, people are... That's, Joe Kelly made a comment about that. I mean, Did you listen to his podcast? No, uh, it, not his podcast, but the Big Swing podcast. It's like Ross Striplin or whatever. He was on that. It's the only interview he did. And Ross Striplin's a pitcher for the Dodgers. Right. And he went off. And he just went, everything you probably just read online in the last couple of days he was said from it. that. Was from that podcast. Yeah. He went crazy. I mean, it, 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 I, I love the Altuve story because I used to use Altuve as an example all the time about you don't have to be big to be really good. Right. He's still a great baseball player. He's just, we don't know how good he is until he does a full season without a buzzer knowing the pitches. Right. But I don't know. I mean, it's all, it's all if, if you can hit a baseball, you can hit a baseball. Like, you're, if you can hit a baseball, like, now, you're only going to get better as you get older. Well, that's the Bonds theory, right? Bonds, they say, would have been a Hall of Famer even if he didn't juice. 
but he just wanted... All those clowns would have been Hall of Famers if they didn't juice. Clemens, Aroid, he'll probably get in, like we said. But, I mean, what are all the other ones? I mean, there's a whole list of them. Yeah. Like, Canseco... I don't know about him because he's too crazy. He probably would have wound up like. By the way, so you, robbing a bank pe- or something. People who don't know John Senecal uh, may not know how big a Yankee fan he is. His dog's name is Jeter, which is kind of obnoxious. Jeter. But you say hi. What was Who's the? That? Was there a debate about? Uh oh. See. Uh oh. The bears. Is it a bear? Probably a bear. It's something. She wouldn't bark if it was something. Oh, we're losing the audience, Jeter. Oh, God, you're killing the two. Oh, boy. That's all right. They'll come back once the game comes back, you know. But, yeah, named her Jeter. You said, was there a debate? Yeah, like a well, different the, so player the boys, to name The, name the boys after? had no idea they were getting a dog. We went out and got the dog and surprised them Christmas morning, 2014. Jeter. So we actually named Colleen and I. Sit down. Colleen sit and I down. picked uh, picked a name. Well, she'll sit right up here if you yeah, want. Daddy, if we were going to get a Come here. Jeter, come on, come on up. There we go. <laughs> Yogi. We're gonna a, name by the way, that's a good dog name. Yeah. yeah. All right, so so I'm gonna like piggybacking on the dog names, right? So I'm like a magnet for obnoxious Red Sox fans, okay? So the other day, like in the supermarket type thing. Yeah, supermarket type thing, whatever, like anywhere. So the other day we're down at the river, right? And we're we're swimming in the river. The down Farmington by river. the river. Yeah, and the uh, the tubers are going down, and um, they're like, "Oh, hey, the dog's so cute!" Blah 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 blah. And like, and the girl's like, "Oh, so what's your dog's name?" And I'm like, "Jeter." And what do you think she said next? Jeter sucks. No. Oh, are you a Yankees fan? And I thought to myself. <laughs> Are you very bright? Right. And then I wanted to say typical Red Sox fan, but that's not fair because not all Red Sox fans are idiots. But like, you know, like, come on. If someone came to me and was like... Here's my, do- and, and, my dog, Poppy. Yeah, or I'm like, or like, that's my dog, Mookie. I'm not going to yeah. be like, oh, what are you, a Dodgers fan in New England? Yeah. I'm going to be like, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm like, oh, cool name. The, the, the irony is that I, uh, my, friend had, had a, my friend's dog, Mookie, just died at like 14, and he was named after um, Mookie Wilson. Mookie Wilson. Yeah, because most people like nowadays would. No one knows who right. Mookie Wilson is unless you're. Except in, that he uh, hit the ball through, yeah. Through Buckner's leg. <laughs> That's right. Man, it's just the pile, man. We got to make think of something good to talk about for the Red Sox. For you. There's not. I mean, for now. Yeah. I mean, I I just think the best thing to talk about now is what do they do for next year? Well, yeah, I just read an article somewhere that said like if they keep tanking, they'll get a great haul in the draft. Yeah, but draft is still even though the draft's accelerated now, it's still two years. <laughs> I know. What are you laughing at? Draft. You, you can't count anything on the Austin, draft. what are you laughing at? <laughs> Did you fart or something? No. He's just laughing. He's just laughing. Laughing at the Red Sox, I think. No, I think that is, what are you, who are you going to sign? There's no pitchers in free agency. Well, the other thing is, it's like, you know, like everyone else is talking, like, people are, be, are afraid to trade for any sort of contracts right now because of the COVID, and they're going to be, like, afraid to sign any free agents because of the COVID. So... I don't know. Like, you tell me. Like, what, how, what, are, what, are they, what do you think they'll do? You're, I don't know. What the, the question, I think, is what do they do with uh, J.D.? <laughs> but that's... But that's... <laughs> but that's what? Yeah, maybe they could sign that guy. What, the bear you've been kicking around? <laughs> Jeter, what are you doing, Jeter? She she's, looks like she's doing some sort of calisthenics or something. <laughs> 
So since the last podcast again, we we talked about lower body tightness. Yeah. And I said that could be. They didn't. They were so vague, right? Did they find? Did they tell us what it was? It was a, a calf, calf strain, very mild. The most, the in their words, the most mild calf strain you could have. Can't they DH them? That's so dumb. I don't get it. But like, so my 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 theory is is too much working out, too much weight, yeah. and not too much stretching, too much CrossFit stuff, like. You look at like the guys like back in the day that played, they were just like- they Smoking look, cigarettes between innings. They look like they could just like go like they'd sell you a car too. They probably worked as a car dealer in the right, off season. Right, but they weren't like, you know, they probably like worked out a little bit here and there if they, if they were lucky enough to have like access to it or like at the stadium, but- It's true. They weren't like doing all these crazy workout regimens and now, or maybe they were just stronger back then. They just, they couldn't afford to not have them play. I, you know, it's funny and, and, and Colleen can, John's wife Colleen can point this out. I've just learned that stretching is actually just as important. And I don't stretch enough. Like if I'm tight on time, I'll just do the Peloton. I'll jump in the shower. But like stretching, look at Brady. I mean, like Brady, maybe, maybe who knows? We'll find out someday he cheated or whatever. But I ultimately, he talks about pliability. I think the code, if you want to crack the code, is flexibility is just as important as strength. I do. So these, I mean, he's too jacked up. There you go. Well, then there's like, like Ichiro. Like, look at Ichiro. Like, I don't picture that guy as someone that like would work out all the time, but I picture him like someone that would be stretching all the time and like yeah. even like doing yoga or something. I read an article on him where he, in his last this year, and he, was, like, he was like in Japan, he was taking balls and hitting in like the middle of winter in Japan. Yeah. Like, he's just f- fanatical about He's crazy. Baseball. He's crazy good. He's crazy good. He played for the Yankees. He never played for Red Sox, though, right? No. He played for the Yankees. I loved him. I think he's one of the co- coolest players. I mean, he's a- he came over here and won the MVP and the Rookie of the Year in his first first year. I just think that, and he doesn't hit for power at all. But everyone said that, like, he could sit up there if he wanted to and just jack home runs all day. He could. Because he was such a good hitter. Is he first ballot? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If he ever retires, I don't even think the dude's retired no, yet. I think he did finally. Last year, right? I think he, he was forced. He just didn't have it. I was in the office. Actually, I think it was Sunday because that's when the sports guys are in because they have a Sunday night show. And we were talking about what the Red Sox should do because basically the season is shot. And the whole conversation centered on J.D. Martinez and whether they should trade him. And my thought was no because you got rid of bets. And so do you want to get rid of the two biggest offensive weapons from your World Wrong Series message. winning team. And, and then the pushback on me was, this team is so bad, you really have to start over. Right. And they thought that you should get rid of them because you whatever you can get back, you're at least a year or two away from being competitive. So get something that's going to help you in a year or but two. But are you really that bad right now? Or is it just because you don't have Sale, you don't have Rodriguez, you've lost bets, and you, haven't, you, you need like a, a little bit of a window or someone to step up? Do you, maybe you should keep JD and let him run his contract out until, at, at the end of 2022 and, and just tell the fan base that we're here for you. Okay, so let me ask you this question. If Ben Attendee's healthy, you have Sale and you have Eduardo Rodriguez on top of JD and Bogarts. Devers if he hits. Do you think that's enough to be at least competitive for a wild card? Yes, absolutely. So if that's true, then the argument would be you should keep him. I think so. I think so. But you I don't mean, know if Sale's ever going to come back and be good. I mean, Eduardo, you'd assume he'll get, be able to get here's healthy. Here's the other problem with Martinez. He's a one-dimensional player. He's a poppy. He's your poppy. Right. He's a new poppy. So 
if maybe you should get rid of them for that reason alone. Get rid of them if someone will take them and you can dump them on someone for someone down the stretch and then you're done with them and then you, you, you get out of that man, you don't have that albatross like a Mike Stanton on your team. Granted, Stanton's contract's longer, but same kind of thing. One Mike Stanton, Giancarlo. I'm calling him Mike because he's not playing. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I walked into that one. It's going to leave a mark. Yeah, I mean, I think that, so you would keep him. I would keep him unless you can get someone to take him. I don't think you're going to get anyone to take him unless you get a bunch of his salary. You know they don't want to do that because. They don't want to pay for him to play somewhere else. No. They did that with... Uh, and especially in this expanded playoffs, man, you, you could give them anybody and they come back and beat you. I mean, they're not going to make it. The Red Sox aren't going to make no, it. No. I mean, there's, I, at this point, I think there's no chance. Yeah, I mean, ultimately... Someone will probably come knocking as long as he keeps hitting. Ultimately, you know, if you think Sale can come back, I think maybe it's worth keeping him. But if you don't, aren't sure, I think that there's very little doubt. Well, what do you think? You think Sale can't come back? I mean, he's, I, he's a Tommy John, but he's been hurt. His elbow's been issues before. Listen, I don't Shoulder. know how much I like him like as a guy, but as a competitor, I love him. Yeah. I think he's a great and when he's competitor. He's on, he's on, man. He can pitch. But I do think that there's serious doubts about his ability to come back and be good. Right. And I don't I'm not I'm not like rooting against him and I'm not counting him out. I just think that the odds of him coming back and winning 18 next year are slim. Yeah. Yeah. And you would need him to win. You Got need him. him to go like 18 and 8. And he'd have to be a workhorse. Yeah, which he struggles with already. And that's where Rodriguez comes in because he's a guy who can eat up a lot of innings and he's physically strong. So if this heart thing doesn't take care of itself. So I think the Red Sox are in for a longer stretch of futility than a lot of people think. And so I think that I, I sort of in this conversation, I've, I've changed my mind a bit. But I think I'd be okay with them dumping him in a much... I'd be much more accepting of them dumping him than Betts because Betts was just... I think he's arguably the best player in the game and why would you get rid of him? Yeah. But my point is this. A team like the Yankees why and the Red Sox... right now? I don't know. Ah! <laughs> meatloaf! I need meatloaf and no dishes! <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's what All I'm going to hear is clanking. So All I'm hearing is clanking dishes in the middle of this. My main point is, no, the Red Sox and Yankees should not have to rebuild like that. No, they, should they not. shouldn't have to. Even the Yankees, they're, they're, when they went under the luxury tax, they weren't bad. They were not super bad. Super caliber teams that's leaking everywhere, by the way. Um, you talk about coming back next year. I'm talking about coming back this year with the Yankees. I mean, you got Judge, who's hurt, who says he's 100 percent, he's ready to come back, but he's not back. Uh, Mike Giancarlo Stanton <laughs> is hurt. Who knows when he's coming back? DJ's hurt now. Who's your other guy that's going to bat 400 this year? Who could bat 400? He's leading the league in hitting. Yep. And now he's hurt with a sprained thumb. They say two to three weeks, which puts you, you know, like a little bit after Labor Day. But from what I read, this is an injury he had once in Colorado, too. So who knows what's going on with that? Um, like but don't I, you agree, like Dodgers, Red Sox, Yankees? Cubs. Cubs should never be and now, bad. Unfortunately, the Cheekstros have gotten their, you know, the Cheekstros have gotten their way. They've they've worked their way into that high caliber talk too. Like everyone yeah. expects them to be good, you know. I they should be like the Red Sox should be able to have something to fall back on. I feel always like, and like so the, Red, that, the Yankees are finding these guys to fall back on, according to MLB.com and Bill Nardi. Right. So Bill Nardi is our is our is our MLB insider. He uh, he he's he's correct. He can opt out after this season. So well, maybe they will just trade him. Create money for. But, but who's going to take him? That's the question. The question is, if he opted out, would anyone give him twenty-two million a year? Mm-mm. I wouldn't. So especially in the COVID. So the I guess the point is, is that 
maybe they just call his bluff because he won't that opt out. True. So I don't, I don't know if the opt out's, opt out's viable because it's not like an A Rod opt out where he's got like he's got like forty something million dollars guaranteed over the next two years. So like, why would you opt out of that? I don't. I, I mean, don't. He's he's a one dimensional player that's getting older. I'm sure he'll get a contract somewhere else afterwards, but it's not going to be for that much money. No right. way. Not in these not in these economic terms. Right. I mean, Mookie Betts did because he can actually do stuff. And he's younger. He's yeah. So our effort to do a podcast during a Red Sox-Yankee game is going to have to wait till what? September? End of September. Because yeah. we thought this was, I work Saturday and Sunday, so we couldn't do it on those nights. And then I come over to John Senecal's house and we get a rain delay. Yeah. So uh, the takeaway is uh, you can't mess with Mother Nature. So that is it for episode 10. Oh, oh <laughs> Jeter. <laughs> Jeter wants to say something. Make sure you check us out on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.